0: go talk about the Combine down in Indy. Jeff Risden from the lionswire.com a Lions NFL columnist, also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can watch and listen to on YouTube, he's standing by here on the huge show across Michigan. How you doing, Rizzi?
1: It is good to be with you live from uh, Indianapolis where uh, we're watching a bunch of guys running around and they're and they're form-fitting athletic wear doing weird things.
0: You know, the, the one thing I've looked at really the last probably 20 years when I see the Combine, if you would try and fit me in one of those outfits, it would be like we're filming a Chris Farley Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's some dudes that uh, that don't exactly fit in it too well, mm. and I would be one of those as well. And they, they, the fun thing is they do actually sell that stuff now, and there's, there's mm. a surprising amount of people who buy that stuff, and they...
0: They're not NFL athletes. Let's put it that way. Yeah, you're, yeah. Well, when I bought that stuff, I had a 32 waist, and I think it was uh, ninth grade. So uh, let's move on. For the Lions fans listening right now, uh, this weekend coming up down in India at the combine from Friday night when all the events really get going, you get all the throwing, you get the catching, you get the drills. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, what what should a focal point be, or focal points plural? For a Lions fan listening right now,
1: you know one of the things that the first thing I want you should probably look for is um, athletically that they're very very good. Um, And relation, and it's not just like being super fast, but it's being fast in relation to your weight and being agile in relation to your length and things like that. Uh, I'll use Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech as an example. Defensive end. He's six foot six. He's three hundred and some odd pounds. I don't know the weight right in front of me. Got over thirty six inch arms. Well, he's not going to run as fast as a wide receiver or a tight end. Although he might catch a couple tight ends in this class, but you just want to see proportionality for it. Like if, if he's moving, um, there's a guy that on Thursday, um, uh, the, the uh, defensive tackle from Pittsburgh, Elijah Cansey. Six foot one, two hundred and eighty pounds. He's getting compared to Aaron Donald all over the place. He Actually, ran faster than Aaron Donald in the in the forty yard dash. So those comparisons are everywhere. Like the, those are the things you want to see. It's like the exceptional athleticism, and then you just want to see guys that that have been noted for being competitive. Uh, that's something that both Brad Campbell or Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell talked about in their their press conferences. Was they want dudes that live, breathe, you know, worship football? That's their life. That's what they want. Uh, guys that are, you know, getting in trouble on the outside. Guys that choose to, to not compete um, are probably not going to be guys that, that they're going to be fond of.
0: So Jeff, from your connection and following the Lions uh, before Holmes and Campbell came aboard, but since they've been there, to what you've seen in person, who you've talked to. Uh, who is in Indy for the combine? Who are some perfect fits for the Lions at pick six and eighteen, and even beyond, deep into the draft?
1: Yeah, you're going to want to watch the defensive backs very carefully this weekend. That's that's going to be a big one. Uh, you're going to want to watch uh, specifically Christian Gonzalez from from Oregon as a cornerback, Devon Witherspoon from Illinois, Joey Porter Jr. from from Penn State, um, a guy like Deontay Banks out of Maryland is a guy that, that's probably going to get some buzz uh, as, as this weekend goes along, um, and he would be more of the number 18 pick. Yeah, the, the, those are certainly it. Brian Branch from Alabama is a guy that, that the Lions have shown some interest in, uh, and I believe they've met with all those guys through this point. Well, I'm not sure on that, but don't hold me to that, but I know they're they're certainly looking to do that. Uh, look at some offensive guards and the offensive linemen you want to find guys that if you're watching the the drills at home and they work out uh, I believe they're on Sunday you want to watch them run and how well they move in in like the three cone drill where they go back forth and back and when they're on the field you want to see like does it look like they're slipping are there is their footwork sloppy are they taking extra steps things like that those are what those are things that the Lions are looking for Uh, I don't think they're looking for an offensive lineman early, but you know, guys that are you know going to be in that day two, day three range, better be watching those guys. A guy like Steve Avila out of TCU, um, who Michigan fans probably know pretty well, because he was probably the only TCU player that played well against. Uh, (laughs) That's uh, that's the kind of that's the kind of guy that you want to be looking for.
0: His name is Jeff Risden from TheLionsWire.com. You can follow The Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. Also on Twitter, co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can listen and watch on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions uh, podcast. Uh, Who are some sleepers out there that you've seen uh, at the Combine that you've talked to your people down there in Indy? That you think are just perfect fits for the Lions, and that it could be late first round with that pick eighteen, it could be second, it could be deeper in the draft. Who are who who, who are some of the names on that list?
1: Yeah, I brought up Deontay Banks, the cornerback out of Maryland. That's a guy that, that Lions fans need to know. This guy can really play. He's super competitive. He's incredibly athletic. Uh, has some ball skills. Has some dog in him, and that's that's a that's an endearing trait. <laughs> to both Brad Brad Holmes and Dave Campbell uh you know he's one uh if you want to look a little bit deeper there there's a couple of defensive linemen um, and this one's real deep this is Cameron Young as a nose tackle from Mississippi State uh Deontay Coburn from Texas is a guy really impressive athlete uh he is your nose tackle he can play next to Alie McNeil he can play behind Alie McNeil uh and you're looking at probably a third or a fourth round pick for that guy uh, th- th- those are those are some names that we're looking at Uh, You look at the running back group that doesn't feel like the Lions are looking very early in the draft for one, uh, and it sure sounds like Jamal Williams will be back. Um, In fact, that could be done by the end of the weekend. We don't even – there's – Campbell – or I'm sorry, Holmes – Mentioned that they're working on getting a contract done with him before free agency starts. Uh, we all expect that to happen. Every, every person that's down here with Lions media credentials expects Jamal Williams to be back. So uh, they're looking for like a number three guy that can eventually be a number two and, and possibly be a number one at some point. There's there's a ton of running backs in this one. Uh, everybody wants Bijan Robinson from Texas. I'm going to tell you his backup, Roshan Johnson, is a guy that you want in the third or fourth round as a power back replacement, eventual backup Type guy for Jamal Williams. He's good. It's a great year to need running backs. And uh, so I, I do think that the Lions will, will dip into that later. But uh, if, you, if you want to Sean Robinson, you're probably going to be disappointed.
0: You know, because I'm looking at the Lions at 6 and 18, and the Jalen Carter news yesterday seemed like he was going to drop uh, deep into the first round. But now, since he handled it quickly, all the mock drafts aren't dropping him as much. Uh, they're waiting I think on what the full story uh, will be so he won't be there at 6 he could be that would be interesting if you're the Lions what you do there also with this QB rush that's out there right now the Lions could be in a position at 6 to trade down a couple of spots still get a corner they wanted but maybe a team like Carolina all of a sudden jumps in and swaps 9 for 6 and the Lions get additional picks
1: yeah, and, and that's that's a very realistic possibility. On Jalen Carter, we're not sure what to make of it just yet. We, I'll say this. The timing on what happens for him in the judicial process is critically important. He needs to get it resolved before the draft starts. Because if the draft starts and he, it's still out there that he could potentially go to jail for a couple of years, and it's a, it's a minimum two-year sentence for the misdemeanors that he's uh, alleged to have committed – um, if that's still out there and, and not resolved, you want to be Brad Holmes and take a guy at six overall that's going to miss the first two seasons because he's in no. prison because he was indirectly involved with killing two people. Uh, that that can't happen. So if 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 that is if that court case is still going on in, in Athens, Georgia, he's not getting drafted. Period. Now, if it is done and it gets resolved and he you know pleads down, um, explains his story well, sells it well. Then he's still probably in play at six, but I—I'll be i I'll honest with you. The, the sniff test is going to be difficult, uh, and, and I went through this in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. Like there, there, there were a lot of people that were repelled by it. Yeah, Carter, you know, again, he's going to have to sell it really well to get to get drafted I, in the in the top six, and it wouldn't shock me if he fell to the Lions and and they they pass on him because of it, uh, just just out of of. I don't wanna say decency, but out of respect for what happened and what they just they just don't need that sort of distraction. Uh and you better believe it's a distraction. It's all of, anybody can still talk about down here and it's been thirty six hours since it happened. So uh uh I'm you're gonna see them all over the place in Madras, And we I was talking to people last night and, and today and it's nobody knows what to do with them yet. And again, it it's gonna be the timing that's critical. Uh, and that opens up a spot for a quarterback. like uh, So Anthony Richardson is the big one from Florida. I don't even think the Lions are going to get a chance to pass on him at six. I think he's going to be gone by then uh, with the buzz that he's getting. And he's going to throw, and it's going to be beautiful because he has a wonderful arm. He's a great athlete. He's going to do very well when he, when he shows up and, and throws here. And uh, there's just only so many quarterbacks that can go around for the teams that need them. And, look, Houston's taken one. They've already said they're taking one. Um, they're probably going to take Bryce Young. I, 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 if you could bet on that uh, on, on, on the DraftKings app, you might want to do that. Put a little money on that one. Uh, there's uh, you know CJ Stroud, uh, Will Levis, and Anthony Richardson. That, that's your four. You got you know Carolina needs a quarterback. Seattle might need a quarterback. Baltimore might need a quarterback. Who knows what's going on with them? There There's not that many teams that that there are not that many quarterbacks for as many teams that need it. So yeah, six could be very attractive to a team that's trying to trade up and get into the quarterback wars.
0: Jeff Risden for com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can watch and listen to on YouTube. Check it in from the NFL combine down in Indy. Yeah, quarterbacks always seem to shine because they throw and you see how strong their arms are. And that's a good thing for the Lions at number six. But Carter, if he does fall out of that, that kind of hurts them in terms of Carter would have been taken by somebody, which even increased the value of that six pick more, and I agree with you, I don't think the Lions, and the one thing I've heard from Holmes on the NFL Network, uh, Campbell, uh, culture, uh, and how you fit in, and the type of person you are, uh, is number one on their list, yeah, obviously you need talent to play in the NFL and play for the Lions, but they're not going to rock the boat on a culture that still is a work in progress, they're not going to do it, 100
1: hundred percent they made that very clear both of them did when they talked to us uh, that was was sometime this week I <laughs> can't we keep track of what day it is right now um, yeah that's that's gonna be important and, and think about that when you when you're looking at the free agent market because free agency is coming up in a couple weeks it's before the draft <laughs> This is where free agency starts. Uh, the, the legal tampering period is in a couple of weeks. The illegal tampering period is going on everywhere. Uh, I, you, you cannot walk past a restaurant or a, a Starbucks or anything and not see an agent talking to a GM or a coach, you know, angling for their player, making some some behind-the-scenes negotiations. That, that's one of the big things that actually happens at the Combine. That's uh, I don't expect them to make a big splash in part because that's that goes against the culture that they're building. You know, they're trying to build it, you know, from the ground up, and I think they're going to add some pieces. But I, if you're expecting them to add major pieces like top shelf free agents, I don't think they're going to do it. And they kind of said that they're not going to do it, so uh, they're, they're going to keep being the, the team that will spend on a guy like DJ Chark or Jamal Williams instead of you know going out and getting Saquon Barkley or you know, some top flight and wide receiver. That's just not where they're at as a team yet, and I, I think they're going to keep doing that.
0: We talked about that a couple weeks ago last time we were in the studio together, Jeff, and I agree. Right, there is something special off that eight and two finish. You're still not there yet. But you know, they may not and it's what the Lions view themselves as privately behind closed doors. Hey, if we're a playoff team this year but not a NFC contender, then let's re-sign DJ and Jamal. Let's keep this culture going. Let's see if we can take this to eleven and six, 12 and five. Uh, compete for the NFC North title, get to the playoffs, and then you start looking at uh, bigger pieces. I know there's been some of the mocks out there in terms of mock free agent pickups of like a Josh Jacobs, which would be nice, or the Jalen Ramsey story out there. But, man, you're going to eat up a lot of money and a lot of your future if you would sign those two guys.
1: Uh, I, I would. I don't want to say that they absolutely won't do the Jalen Ramsey thing, but when you hear the number that's being talked about that he wants for his salary, he ain't coming to Detroit. Uh, not, not with the amount of guaranteed money that he would want for a 28-year-old cornerback who would be, by the way, forcing his way off of a second team in three years. Uh, that's not the greatest fit, so uh, I... I, I Look, he's a great player. Would he make the Lions better? Heck yeah, he would. But there's a cost to it. It's a very real cost, and they're aware of it. So i i would I would cool the Jets on pushing for for Jalen Ramsey. And like you just said, they know where they have a very good idea of where they're at. And I don't think that they think they're that caliber of a team yet. But they can get there with with continuing to build with what they've got, and, and you know, continuing to have their their coaching staff, which is phenomenal at developing talent. Keep doing their thing, and they can sustain it. One of the things that Brad Holmes said was the biggest goal in free agency is to not get worse, to not hurt the team more than help the team. That's that's a strategy that tells me you are going to be very conservative. You're not going to make a big risky type of move, which includes trading for Jalen Ramsey or signing, you know, a, a top flight guy. It just seems very out of character for what they're trying to do.
0: What about Bobby Wagner as a leader on that defense? Uh, you know, he he has a NFL potential Hall of Fame resume. Uh, your thoughts on the backside of his career? Is he Could he be like a Pudge Rodriguez, what Pudge meant to the Tigers when they began their turnaround?
1: Yeah, now he's he's a good example of the kind of guy that they would go after because you're looking at a one- or a two-year deal from a guy who's still got it. Uh, like, like Pudge when he got to Detroit. Like This is a guy, he's, he's not at his prime anymore, but he's not far from it, and he offers the rest of the team so much. Uh, this is a team that, remember, they the only guy who was over 30 last year was Michael Brockers. He's gone. They do need some veteran influence, uh, it, it feels like and sounds like, from from the conversations I've had. They're aware of that. So Bobby Wagner would, would be a guy that I would definitely watch for. And, by the way, he can still play. He's, he would still walk into Detroit to be the best linebacker on the team. And uh, they're not as bad at linebacker as I think a lot of people think they are, but they can certainly get better, and he would definitely make them better.
0: Jeff Risden makes us better when we talk about the Lions in the NFL. I'm reading exactly what he asked us to read uh, via that Twitter direct message. Uh, Thank you, my man. (laughs) Enjoy the Combine. Always a good weekend down there, and it's great talking positive about the Lions during this offseason. Can't wait. I'll see the the Combine this weekend, Jeff, and thanks so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Bill. Oh, yeah, Jeff Risden. Uh, from the Lionswire.com, follow them on Facebook and Twitter, and also Jeff Risdon, J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. And the Detroit Lions podcast is pretty cool. Their latest one is up uh, about the Combine. Uh, just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Michigan State, Michigan team MVPs and hoops this year. Answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE.